Hello, everyone, and welcome back to your favorite podcast, Stop the Internet Podcast. I'm Kelly. I'm Rebecca. We just got word <gasps> that Rebecca has received verified fan access to the second leg of the U.S. tour for Taylor Swift, the Eras tour. Yes. <laughs> that was a lot of words that I just said. <laughs> but it's all was that a sentence? accurate. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Wow. We were about to record and then we just got set back about 30 <laughs> minutes. <laughs> we had to debrief and plan. It is like insane. Can I just like kind of rant about something that I was yes. talking about with my family over the weekend, actually? Mm-hmm. I get that inflation is a thing, but ticket prices as a whole for events, especially concerts, have skyrocketed in the past two years, in my opinion, and it is absurd. It's like, so bad. I remember on Reputation Tour, it was when I was a senior in college, I remember seeing the prices of her tour, and it's like, it wasn't selling out in two seconds like it is now. Yeah. You actually had a few minutes to be able to purchase tickets, and they were so expensive, but looking back, they were probably like 150 or like $200, maybe oh, 250 or 300 piece? Yeah, for floor seats though. Like oh, front, floor, yeah. Yeah, like yeah, front yeah. row on the floor would be like $300 or like 250 yeah. And then the lower levels would probably be in the 100s. And then the upper levels, I forget. I think I paid like probably 75 For the upper levels. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I remember thinking those were crazy at the time. Yeah. Because a normal concert was like $50. Mm-hmm. Like, a stadium tour would have been $50. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, it almost, like, makes me a little bit sad because you look at these, like, celebrities and athletes especially and you go to, like, a Phillies game or an NFL game and you're, like, a beer is $21, a hot dog is $9, and then you're, like, this guy's worth, like, his contract is worth $10 million a season. And it's, like, yeah, and we're freaking paying it in the prices of all this stuff. I wonder, is that true? Are we really? I think at, at least part of it. Huh. I know that obviously the profit margins of the stadiums are, I don't know, like they're also making a lot of profit. But I just feel like where else is that money coming from? Is it I, just coming from advertising on like the NFL channel? Yeah, I don't know. I think it's all tied in somehow. Maybe. All yeah. t- because, It's a giant pool of cash and they're yeah, just, whoop. <laughs> I think it is because if you, I was also thinking about how Taylor can choose which stadiums she plays in. And she's choosing the link. And I feel like other stadiums have to be like almost like propositioning her and like, here's Mm. what you'll get if you choose our venue. And then I think also part of that is like it seats the most in this city. Yeah. But I think there's definitely a reason why they pick and choose certain stadiums. Yeah. And I feel like it has to be about like, I don't know. I just can't imagine that Taylor is going to the link being like the link, by the way, is the football stadium in Philadelphia. If you didn't know, I can't imagine she's going there and like asking them if she can play there like I feel like they also have to give her something in return it's almost like a business meeting where they're like what are we going to work out like how is this going to at least for someone of her level but I think now because she's been touring there since speak now when you think about it yeah so like I'm sure now it's just so ironed out 
Yeah. And, but it's also like, there's no way she would ever play non-stadium tour now. I agree. But I guess what I'm thinking is like, let's say a brand new stadium opened up in Philadelphia or like 30 minutes outside the city that was the same size. She's been playing at the link. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if a new stadium went to her and they were like, you, if you play at our stadium, you can have 100% of the profits from concessions. Mm -hmm. And I feel like I've heard that at newer stadiums, like in Vegas and stuff for not concerts or maybe concerts as well but like other sports games or something they're like we'll give you all the concession profits for the next 50 years if you sign a contract with us yeah and that's how they like win their business Mm -hmm. I could see that happening in a place like Vegas or even LA but I feel like Philly that would never happen yeah I guess I just think like in general like there's a reason why it costs so much and like why they're Mm, I feel like that has more to do with Ticketmaster than the stadiums does it? Because Wells Fargo... Well, yeah, not the stadiums, but... Okay, yes, you're right. Like, I think with the... um, Because there's, like, a lawsuit with... You know, if, if it was contingent on the stadiums, I think there would be... They would be involved in the lawsuit that's currently going on with Ticketmaster and Taylor and the fans or something. Like, isn't it a cla- class action with Ticketmaster right now? I think it is, but the stadium still has to have a deal with Ticketmaster because they're the ones that are accepting these tickets that are being sold. I feel like they Uh all have skin in the game. But like the point that I'm getting at (laughs) is I paid so much money. I don't even want to admit how much money I paid to go to this heiress tour. It's okay. It's it's (laughs) insane to me. Yeah. And like thinking about concerts that I went to years ago, like pre-COVID, not Taylor Swift, but it was actually $50 to get into a concert. And now a concert, it's like if a ticket for the floor is 300 or $400, you're like, yeah, that's average. Totally. What? I know. How are people paying that? I know. That's too much. It's, hopefully, um, if we do get in on this pre-sale or this on-sale for her second leg, we will see normal prices. I The sure problem hope so. was the fluctuating Ticketmaster whole shebang. I will say that was the problem for this tour but the reputation tour was also in my opinion like three times the price of a different concert but just Mm -hmm. because it was Taylor it was so expensive yeah but I guess also they have to pay for like the set and it's such a huge production so there are so many salaries that they have to pay so maybe that's why her tickets just cost more in general I don't know I don't know I ended up going to the Reputation Tour and I was gifted a ticket because my friend's mom actually won them in a charity auction. Fun. So they were very expensive, but I was just like blessed to receive one as a gift. But anyway, it was $195. It was like because that was when the tickets still were printed yeah. with the price yeah. and it said $195 on it for like the club level. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that is still crazy to me. For 2018. Yeah, I guess so. But club level is tends to be as expensive as floor because you get the private oh, bathroom. That's a good point. And the food and all that stuff. Yeah. But oh my god, I would love to do club for if we get this second leg. Really? I think would you be, rather do that or the floor? Um, probably at this age, the club. <laughs> wow. I just want to be close to her. I've never Actually, been yeah. close to her. Me like either. there are people that are this far, maybe not this far anymore, because the it's also yeah. interesting seeing every tour the pit gets well no the pit doesn't get smaller but the space between her and the pit or the first row gets bigger and bigger and there's more and more security yeah and it is insane to think that in the past people were touching the stage yeah so close crazy actually that's a good point because she doesn't even have a pit 
which I guess would be like the thing I'm hung up on. So we have seats. Like, yeah, yeah I'll do floor. Frick okay. it. Although, Eris Tour, the seats that were not on the floor probably had a better view because the stage was such an immersive part of the show. But we've already seen it. Yeah, true. I just want to be close to her. Like, Same. I want to see what her eyes look like. I was going to say, I'm, I'm getting fed these TikToks of people like making eye contact with her. Yeah. And I'm just like, wow. I know. Imagine you in that moment. She just locks eyes. Sometimes I think that I'm not that crazy. And then I'll be on TikTok and I'll see a video of her where I'm thinking of a specific one. But the person's in the front row and she's singing Cruel Summer. And Mm -hmm. it's like, it's cool. And then the in the next second, the fog machines like spray up and she does the like flails her body backwards. And then she immediately stands up again. That's what I tell them. I started tearing up. I don't know why. Because you could literally hear the smoke machines going off. And she's just so, like, real. And she's right there. And it's like... She's doing it. It it just is shocking. I'm like, why am I crying over this? It's overwhelming. I know. She's so talented. I know. (laughs) We always find a way to talk about Taylor. I know. I think that there are a lot of Swifties. Maybe not a lot. But there there are at least a few Swifties in our community. Yes. So... Heart. If you know, you know. Do you have any other life updates? Sorry, I totally stole this intro. That was the biggest one today. Yeah, true. Um, no, I mean I've been listening listening to folklore a lot. Something Cute. about August late summer vibe. I mean, technically it's not even late summer if you're going by the calendar, but you know, it just feels like that hazy autumn like mood. And I'm deep in it, you guys. Do you ever take a long drive through woods and Betty is playing? Like No, but it sounds magical. I think you should all do it. It sounds magical. I transcended. I was never I was just She's speechless. To, I was just trying to think of what I was gonna say. And I stared into space for five minutes. I was I wasn't a huge Betty fan until when was it? I don't even know. But then I realized how hype it was and I was like, no more sleeping on this song. Yeah, I showed up at your party. And then when she says, when you kiss me, will it be just like I dreamed it? Come again? Please. What is this? (laughs) Please. Yeah, I showed up at your party. It's so good. Okay. Should we start it? Yeah, I think we should start it. Although <laughs> that was I so could, awkward. I'm I sorry. Could, no, it wasn't <laughs> awkward. We're still learning transitions. Today we're talking about birthdays and big events and kind of how like friendships and social media play a role in these friend group events. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I just have a lot of opinions on this. I have a lot to say. Good. Okay, let's just jump right in. Wonderful. Are birthdays important to you? This person just turned 30, didn't really do anything for their birthday, went out for breakfast and hung out with his girlfriend. Felt like any other day, really. I don't know. I guess I just feel jaded about it. What's your hot take? I love the way that was written. (laughs) I guess I just feel jaded about it. That's kind of sad. Yeah, because if you feel jaded, then maybe it is important to you and you're learning it the hard way. Shoot. (laughs) Sorry. Wait, that's kind of true. But maybe you're also getting caught up with societal norms, especially since you just turned 30 and you're like, well, shoot, I should have done something huge because I'm 30. 
So li- really listen to what your heart is telling you is, is right. Yeah, that's a good point. I love birthdays. I feel like I didn't start doing big group events until the past year or two. Mm-hmm. And I feel like before that, I was always very low-key. But once I started doing the bigger things, and by bigger things, I just mean inviting all of my close friends out to like a bar or a happy hour and then going to the bar later. Once I started doing something like that, I'm like, this is so fun. Hmm. And it doesn't even have to just be about you. This year, we did karaoke for my birthday. Rebecca wasn't there. I was in Italy, y'all. Actually, funny (laughs) story. (laughs) Funny story. (laughs) Rebecca's birthday party was in early January and I couldn't go because I had a destination wedding and then my birthday was in April and you couldn't go because you had a destination wedding. We switch a route each other. (laughs) Isn't that crazy? (laughs) That is crazy. We're just world travelers over here. (laughs) Yeah Yeah. that was her revenge. She planned a destination wedding. (laughs) Yeah. Wait, I'm so sorry. I have to, I hate doing this. I have to discipline you. I'm sorry. Wait, but it's not even making any noise. It was when it was hitting the thing, but other than that, it's fine. Okay, I'll just. No, you can hold it. (laughs) You can hold it. Just try to not hit it into the couch. I'm sorry. You can do it. I'm sorry. I don't want to be the bad guy. It's okay. But our intern, he's going to struggle with the editing. Kenny? Kenny. He was giving me a signal. He was like, there's some weird sound happening on the monitor. Anyway. (laughs) We missed each other's birthdays, long story short. We did. Oh, what I was going to say is we did karaoke, the we being me and my other friends. (laughs) And it was so much fun. And it wasn't just about me. Mm -hmm. Like everyone sung karaoke and everyone had fun, I think. (laughs) I hope. But yeah. it ended up being very, very expensive. Because yeah. those private karaoke rooms where you get your own couch and everyone piles into one room, those things are expensive. But in my opinion, it was worth it. I'm everyone sure it seemed was. to have fun. Everyone seemed to have fun. I'm sure it I was like real. birthdays. I feel like let's do it up. Hmm. <laughs> How do you feel about birthdays? Uh, I'm somewhere in the middle, I guess, because up until I was 26, yeah, I had only ever had maybe like three friend birthday parties and most of them were when I was a child. Like I just didn't care to do like a big friend thing. I would Mm -hmm. always just hang out with like my siblings on my birthday. And then as I got older and I think it started when I was 22 or 23 and it was just like my sister and I and we would go into Philly and like one year we got a hotel room and it was so fun and we like went to a cute speak easy if you're in Philly it's Charlie was a sinner which is not that like profound now but at the time it was just popping off and we did that and just like got really dressed up I made her do a photo shoot of me in the hotel room (laughs) in my sequence dress as you should and then 25 I did a similar thing in Philly with my sibs 26 was COVID and then 27 was like my first year doing a friend party as an adult and to be honest this was last year so not this most recent year it wasn't like it was fun but it really gave me anxiety and stressed me out a little because I'm not someone that like enjoys group things and it has nothing to do with who was there at all like these are like some of my closest friends but for me it just stresses me out to be a host for like people in different friend groups maybe Mm -hmm. or like 
being the glue that holds people together that's not like my strong suit I have a lot of like one-off friendships I guess that don't really intermix so this year I kind of just kept it to people that all know each other and like already hang out yeah which I felt like excluded people and then I felt bad I don't know like you can't win you guys unless you're rich and can like literally rent out a whole restaurant for all of your friends and your family like what do you do yeah or if it's just like oh we're all gonna go to this bar at the same yeah. time and it's not really going to be a party it's just going to be like people gathering mm-hmm. and we all know each other but even that is like way more chill than a lot of people do yeah for their birthday and I think that would stress me out even more because it's almost too relaxed so then like what if people don't come and then you just feel like oh does no one care about me so this year I have no idea what to do if you have an answer for me let me know because my apartment is like 700 square feet so keep that in mind I feel like the birthday thing Well, I'll just use my sister as an example. The past two years, she wanted to go away for her birthday. And in a weird way, it makes it easier Mm -hmm. because when you plan a long weekend trip and you just open the invite to all of your friends, a few of the people who are into traveling and who you're really close with will want to go and will probably be able to go. And then anyone else just doesn't go. And then you only have to deal with five people instead of like everyone you've ever met. Mm -hmm. And then people being like, why wasn't I invited? Or like, blah, blah, blah. Like people don't have to wonder why they're not invited like maybe if there's people that you're closer with where you're like yeah if everyone was just casually going to a bar I would tell them but I'm not going to invite them on a trip right if you do a trip then you really only have to deal with the few people that go (laughs) it's easier yeah but it is way more expensive and then it's like I don't know also doing a trip is a luxury yeah which many people can't do I don't know it's so it's so stressful it's so hard But at the same time, it's like people could be like, it's really not stressful. Just don't do anything. But like you're allowed to want to do something for your birthday. Yeah, because for me and my thought this year, too, was like one of my favorite, if not my favorite thing to do is go out to eat. Like I just love dining. (laughs) And that was my thought this year was like getting a group together to go to one of my favorite restaurants. And then in theory, it's better than it is in practice because like, well, I don't know. This year was fun, but it's also like you don't get to talk to everyone the same Because at a table with 10-ish people, you're going to have someone at this end. And if you're even in the middle, it's like you still have to shout over them in a crowded restaurant to talk to them. So I guess, like, I don't know that I would love to do that again. Again, like, what do you do then? If you have a small space, which I do. I don't know. Oh, ice skating. Cute. That would be fun. Let's bring it back to elementary school days when you had an ice skating with your whole class and then you rented a room, which I'm sure is not even that much money, and you order pizza. Oh my God. Let's do that. Should I do that? Because yes. I have a winter birthday. That sounds so fun. Oh my God. Okay. Wait, oh my God. I'd I really love will. to do that. Yeah. Because ice skating is like $10. And you don't have to like host because everyone's preoccupied with skating. <laughs> and skating is so much fun. And also wow. there are... There are places in Philly that are outside and if yes. you didn't want to skate they have the little like lounge and everything so you okay. could still have fun even if you don't like ice skating do you think people would come though yeah I mean I would okay that's all that matters baby <laughs> <laughs> 
Let's go. That would be so fun. Um, that would be so fun. I like. Actually, that idea. I do think a, a lot of my friends would come. I have good friends. They would. They would come for me. Yeah. Surprise. Also, if you don't even like ice skating, you can still have fun at the places that exist in Philly. Mm-hmm. They are still fun to go to, even if you don't ice skate. I think that's okay, a great good. idea. Did I just figure it out? Yay! Oh. Skating party, and we can all dress up as professional figure skaters. Oh my god! Think of the film pics. They would be. So so cool. And I could get a really cute outfit. I think we have to. Okay. Yay. I'll start planning. This is so exciting. My birthday's not until December, but it's never too early. I feel like we have a good range right now of how we're going to go into the rest of this episode because I feel like we both understand people that care a lot about it, but we both realize that it's also not the biggest day of your life and like it's fine if it doesn't work out exactly it's like you're 24 or yeah. like you're 27 like this is not one of the greatest days of your life you're so tr- you're so, so right. it's fine it's all gonna be fine yeah even if only three people show up True. i'm turning 29 it's it's fine now 30 i might have a rage cry myself to sleep no if that happened Mm-mm. i'm just kidding <laughs> 30 i i kind of want to do what this guy did and literally like go have pancakes somewhere oh no we're having a blowout i don't i don't know if i can handle that you guys my social okay. anxiety sometimes it just be flaring maybe we'll have a live show on your birthday like oh my god actually okay <laughs> That'd be fun. Okay. Okay. Should we get into a story? Yeah. The shape of your body is blue. So the next story comes from myself. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, there's so many iterations of this story that I'm like, we don't need everyone's details. Let's get down to the, the moral of the story, which is, am I the asshole for not posting on Instagram on my friend's special day? And in my mind, I'm like, a special day could be a birthday, a wedding, a baby shower, a bridal shower. I feel like those are the big ones that people expect. An engagement party, maybe. Yeah, sure. Something like life-changing, not just like, oh, we're going out on Friday with a bunch of our friends. Yeah. So. Um, (laughs) no. (laughs) I I don't want to say these things don't matter because we simply live in an age where they do matter. Like social media matters to a certain extent. And I think you're not obligated as a friend or let's say it's a wedding. You're not obligated even as a bridesmaid or a groomsman to post for that person's shower, engagement party, wedding. Like, isn't it enough to just show up in person? (laughs) I feel like it's so weird with Instagram. Like there are so many layers when it comes to like what people choose to post. And I think that a lot of people post because they feel like they have to and then a lot of times people post because they want to prove something they want to show how good of a friend they are to this person maybe if they feel like I mean I know that sometimes that comes from being genuine but I know it also sometimes comes from insecurity and you want to like show off this friendship and how close you are with them and I just agree that like I don't think you ever need to post and I never sit around on like my birthday or whatever and I'm like oh I hope this person posts an Instagram Instagram story that their friends are gonna see of me when we don't even know each other like I just think the posting thing is kind of getting out of hand Mm -hmm. I have kind of a personal story so my friend's friend had a baby shower my friend went and wasn't in a lot of the group photos and wasn't in any of the group photos that the the 
new mom Mom to be (laughs) the mom to be i'm like it's not a bride the mom to be posted and then their other friends asked why my friend didn't go to the baby shower and if she was still friends with the new mom but that's what like yeah (laughs) that's what i mean it's like because you didn't post on instagram you're suddenly not friends and you suddenly didn't even go yes like we've come to that point in this in this world it's literally pixar didn't happen yeah that's wild i know i just think that the posting thing is like kind of irrelevant because what if you genuinely just didn't get pictures yeah like sometimes that happens you're so in the moment a party like that is like so hectic you might not have had a chance to pull the mom aside and be like can we get a quick pic like maybe that's I don't know unrealistic because I do think at these events there's always time reserved for pictures now but like maybe you didn't like how you looked in them no I think it's kind of realistic I'm thinking of my cousin's wedding that I was in a few years ago and it was so much fun and I had a blast the entire day yeah I actually spent most of my energy, my own, not like my own time, but like I wasn't getting Instagram pictures. Any moment I had, I was getting vlog footage for a vlog I was making and I okayed that with her prior to filming it. But looking back, I didn't take any one-on-one photos with my cousin, the bride, on my phone. Like the photographer got the professional one of us, but then I didn't have any that were her and I, either like a mirror pic or like just nothing. Yeah. And I I got a few selfies with some of the other bridesmaids with I think with my family I forget but I didn't post anything on my story because I was at this party and just like living it up on the dance floor I'm just not even thinking about Instagram and then the next day I just didn't think to post on Instagram and mm-hmm. I realized that I never did and I don't think she even noticed nor would she care yeah. but I feel like the benefits of posting is that it's like a memory because mm-hmm. then sometimes it comes up in your archive or like you you can save it on your highlights or whatever so looking back I'm like damn I wish I had photos to post but I'm also like good thing she's not psycho and it wasn't like questioning me as to why I didn't post and I'm like oh so sorry I was living in the moment and then didn't think about it you know days later I was just looking at the photos on my phone and then also at that time I didn't even really use Instagram stories as much I feel like I've used it way more in the past like year and a half I use it a lot I like it now I still yeah. don't I still wouldn't say I use it a lot I don't think you even use it a lot I feel like I do and this is like the problem I run into when I feel like I post a lot even if I just go to a cool restaurant I typically will post so I feel like I'm in my head about if I go to to a big event and I don't post but I post all these other times like on sips or something I'm like posting up a storm but then if I go to someone's birthday party and I don't post like is that bad <laughs> I really don't think so because I'm thinking about my birthday party from this year and a few people posted pictures from it but I wasn't like why didn't this person post like I just don't think like that I don't know maybe I'm just in my head too much but in a way I feel I do feel maybe I am I am the problem I feel obligated to post sometimes for people's things and like but I also like if I'm looking at my phone and I'm looking through my pictures which I do quite a lot and I see a cute pic like I do want to post it but there have definitely been times this year where I've been like I guess I should post yeah and maybe in those moments I should ask myself why do I feel this way who am I doing this for it's not that deep like all those things I feel like the who am I doing this for is the question Mm -hmm. because it's like are you doing it for yourself but then again at the same time it's like so much deeper than that because then you could be like if my friend really loves when people think of her and like always says like oh my god that 
person posted on their story for me like that's so nice like they really went out of their way like you genuinely know that they appreciate it yeah it's like can you do something that you just don't feel like doing because your best friend you know that she'll appreciate it Mm -hmm. but then I know the other side of that is like you can do so many things for her like why does it have to be a public display of like friendship and posting but sometimes too I think about this more with birthdays like I went through a period where I was not posting like happy birthday Sally (laughs) for years in a row because one year I think 2019 or 18 I did it for like all of my close friends and then I was like are we just gonna be doing this until the end of time oh yeah and then it's like I don't know I got in my head about that and I'm like you know I'm just not gonna post at all anymore for people's birthdays and then this year I started doing it again (laughs) just for like I think I literally did it for Katie and maybe I did it for her last year and like one other person I can't even remember but sometimes I'm like I have so many pictures with this person that I have never seen the light of day they're so cute and it's more about just that like I just want to like put these pictures somewhere it's not even like oh well I didn't post for this person so I can't post for this person but it's like I stopped thinking that way so much and I think I'm gonna start just like cherry picking my birthday posts because like I don't know does it even matter I mean it matters to some people but it's kind of annoying that it matters like it's kind of annoying that you have to like search through your Facebook memories or like your archives of photos and be like well which photo does she look good in that I I find that fun Okay. That's like, I guess, like, I was just trying, like, I enjoy looking through old pics. Oh, then I feel like. In a way. So, like. No pressure. Like, next weekend, for example, I have a good friend's birthday, and I'm like, I think I'm going to post for that. But um, should I feel bad that I didn't post for, like, someone else's birthday that was three weeks ago or something? You know what I mean? I don't think so. I think that the people that are thinking about this and getting mad about this have something else going on. Yeah. Because I really don't think about this with my friends that are good friends to me all the time time yeah and I feel like if people who I wasn't that close with posted about my birthday I'd be like what like what are you trying to prove like See, I've had that happen barely to me too <laughs> I know yeah I don't know you guys there's no correct answer I think we're all figuring it out as we go through like this age of social media yeah and I liked what you said about like social media like we can sit here and people can comment or in like random conversations people can say social media doesn't even matter but you're right it does matter it's like it is just how people stay in touch and how people a lot of people communicate friendship like it just is a it's just a fact that it's something that exists in our lives and it means something to many people the reason why it means something may be something deeper but it does mean something to a lot of people and that's fine and it can be really good and really um not so good yeah (laughs) like I think this is a great example what we're talking about because I think showing like a public display of affection whether it be who you're dating or your friends can be so just like joyous and you're just so excited to be at someone's wedding or to be at someone's birthday but then the flip side can also be true where like if that person really cares about that kind of thing and they wake up the next morning and they're like no one posted from my birthday party or my wedding wedding I don't think would ever happen to be honest like yeah not anymore yeah but like birthday could happen where it's like 
damn like only one person like posted a birthday tribute so maybe i don't know but i feel like that's insecurity if all these people went to your birthday party or wished you a happy birthday one-on-one if you are so sad that they aren't showing it to other people Mm -hmm. then why like that's insecurity yeah i think i just think it happens though a lot oh yeah i'm sure it does and so uh, yeah i don't know how to get around that (laughs) as I, i mean i feel like as a collective like how we get around that i mean not like us yeah totally i saw this quote recently that was what your life feels like is more important than what your life looks like Mm. and i feel like that's just important for all of social media so like if you're not killing it on the instagram grid and having all these pictures of your friend's birthday and your friends posting your birthday and whatever if you are happy in life what your life feels like is more important than what it looks like that is so true yeah so true. that kind of like stopped me in my tracks and I was like yeah not that I care that much about Instagram but I do find myself thinking about it sometimes where I'm like oh I haven't posted in a while like I should probably post or there are certain things that I'm like oh I want to post this on my story and then I'm like why do I want to post this on my story mm-hmm. is it because I want to seem cool or is mm-hmm. it just because I genuinely think this thing is cool and I kind of feel like it's a little bit of a, a little bit, a of, bit both, of both yeah to be completely honest same like there are times I'm not gonna lie this is like kind of embarrassing but like there have definitely been times where I've posted specific things because I'm like oh like this makes me feel cool or like people will think this is cool yeah same (laughs) (laughs) so like but I see I don't know is that bad I guess it is this is the problem I don't think it's always so bad like I enjoy aesthetics I enjoy curating my own private Instagram aesthetic so like it's just fun yeah like I'm not always doing it to be like oh like look at this cool shot I got but like film for example I typically post my film pictures on my stories when I get them developed which is about like once a month I would say and it's just like fun oh I love the film drop days yeah they're so fun I just find it like part of my brand and not in a toxic way but those aren't things that you're posting because you're like oh I want to impress someone true you're just posting them because you genuinely love them and you're like I want more people to see these amazing photos that I took like yeah. that's not and it's like insecurity. your own yeah yeah and it's like your own personal archive too yeah which is nice to have because on a digital well I don't know if this is true actually but I think it's true it's like digital so it's always gonna be there unless Instagram ceases to exist yeah. <laughs> in our lifetime but I was thinking about this I used to have <laughs> TBT to the days where you would just post 150 photos on Facebook from an event and not even call through them. And just every single picture that was posted is now on Facebook in an album. Yeah. Crazy. But there was a time where a lot of my pictures from high school or even like family vacations in high school, I would put them on Facebook and that was the only place that they existed. And I'm like, wait, that's so bad because people think that they own Facebook and like Mm -hmm. they think they own Instagram or YouTube or whatever. And just know that at any time it can shut down and it can be taken away from you and there is absolutely nothing you can do about it because you don't own this thing mm-hmm. you are that's true you are almost like a guest here yeah when it comes to these platforms like they don't owe you shit you are agreeing to their terms so don't ever use instagram as or facebook as you're like and i'll be all like this is where i save all of my most treasured photos like yeah, no. yeah no get them onto the cloud somewhere we were just talking about this. Yeah. I I had some techie thoughts for Kelly last yeah. week. I just think it, I, as a photographer and someone who just loves photos, like I genuinely think that photos and videos are the most valuable, tangible thing there is. 
Yeah. And they can never be replaced. Yeah. So I'm I'm always backing up. I need to back them in up. multiple places. Yeah. I need to do that. Yeah. By EOM, end of month. <laughs> yes. Absolutely. Ooh, potential spam is calling me. Yeet. That was such a lively discussion. I know. Here's another one. Am I the asshole for not inviting my friend's husband to my birthday party? Okay, so I turned 21 tomorrow and I'm having a party on Saturday to celebrate. I invited a good amount of people, but my mom needed a list of approximately how many people are coming for how much food she's going to cook and how many drinks my dad needs to get. Plus, my house is not big at all. So I invited five of my aunts and seven of my friends. However, I texted one of the seven friends saying, hey, I'm having my 21st birthday party on Saturday and I'd really enjoy it if you came. So she texts back, okay, we'll be there. I'm just thinking, who's we? Then I asked her what she meant by that and if she was referring to her and her husband, she says yes. I had to break it to her that there's only a certain amount of people allowed to come over because I already have a list planned out. Plus, there's not going to be any guys at the party except my dad and I'm sure my friend's husband would feel out of place. I have absolutely nothing against the guy. He's chill and has always been nice to me, but like I said, there's only so many people that can come. I asked my friend to please not be mad. She texted me back, giving me a little bit of attitude. She said, I'm not mad. I'm just upset because when you gave me the invitation, I automatically assumed you meant me and my husband could come. So I had to break it down to her and say, dude, I'm not trying to be a jerk, but if I wanted to invite you and your husband, I would have said, I want you and him or both of y'all in the invite. But I just said you. It's not that I have anything against him. It's just that I invited you only and that's it. I sent her that text and she hasn't answered. Am I the asshole in this situation? I mean, not to be that person but my god it's my party my list and everything what the heck do i do i feel like you're not no i don't think so either this is like i mean the stakes are lower it being a birthday but it's like at a wedding if you assume you have a plus one Mm -hmm. in a way and i just don't think you can ever assume those things because yeah like unless it says and guest same with a birthday like i'd love if you and your husband came you can't assume that he's invited yeah i feel like that's actually very clear Like when I just think if I was in a relationship, I've never been married, but if I got a text about a party, I would be like, are we bringing dates or is it just girls? Yeah. Or I would say like our boyfriend's going Mm -hmm. and it's, I don't think I would just assume that my husband was invited. Yeah. Maybe she thinks the rules don't apply to her because they are married, but I still don't think in this situation that matters. Like, yeah. At what point do you have to bring or do you have to extend the invite to partners? I wonder. I think that's such an interesting I do think it correlates with age. I really do. I do too because that has happened to like a lot of people in mine and my sister's lives where now that they're in serious relationships, they're always with this other person. And we kind of both realize we're like, oh, so certain people are just at the point where they are now a package deal. Yeah. And it's as if like when you're married, you just do things together. And it's just so weird to see that at such a young age or like with people you've known your whole life and you're like, okay, I will never see them just them anymore. Mm -hmm. Like they will always be with their boyfriend and if these two people get married, their husband. Yeah. And it's almost like kind of sad. But I do think that there's a time and a place where you can see 
them separate. Mm-hmm. And I feel like an all-girls birthday party is a perfect example yeah. of one of those things. Especially when you're 21. Oh, yeah. I think there's going to come a time in life where maybe that's a little less acceptable in some circles. Maybe yeah. not in every, but like, I don't know, in your 40s, I guess. Yeah, like, like my parents. Like my mom is not getting invited places yeah. unless it's specifically from a girlfriend or a sister who's saying, hey, I'm planning a girls event. I'm thinking yeah. all the girls should just get out. Leave the guys at home. Like one of yeah. those things. But yeah, typically people that are married are once once you reach a certain age are not getting just like a just you're allowed to come and your husband is not allowed to come. Right. But we're kind of in that in between point. Yeah. For a while. Like I, I even think into your 30s it becomes like oh it's still a little ambiguous because yeah it's like someone could be with their person for many years and not be married. Right. And then even then it's like well that's still not less valid because they're not married. Yeah. Totally. But then am I still obligated to invite them to like a birthday? party it's very interesting and what if you don't know the partner yeah you know I think it's a little weird that the friend is so offended yeah because it's like why are you mad that your friend wants to hang out with just you like if you want to plan a group thing that can be separate but not every single thing in life has to be a group thing yeah with your husband that too I wonder if there's a little insecurity there on her part and she's like well why don't you want my husband to come it's like it has nothing to do with your husband Mm -hmm. like I just have a limit right and she made it very clear she doesn't have a lot of space like I don't think she did anything wrong yeah I think not the asshole but it did get me thinking about all the things that when you're like planning a guest list and you're like well do I have to invite that other person if I invite them I hate that and I I literally hate it and I'm gonna stop doing that I don't even care I want to we both need to (laughs) yeah but I feel like I feel like I don't have like I feel like in the past I did I there would be a lot of people where I'd be like oh I feel bad if I don't ask them and I'm like if I think that anymore if I'm like oh well if I'm inviting them I have to invite them that I think is gonna be my radar on I don't actually like this person or like (laughs) I'm not actually close friends with this person yeah because if you say oh I have to invite them it's like "Mm, do you do you want them there I was thinking more about this because you and I talked about it I think one of the times we filmed a bonus app not on camera but like we had a whole talk about it and then I talked about it kind of more recently with other friends of mine and I've just been reflecting on this concept and I do think it's like an old-fashioned thing like yeah I think about my parents and I feel like they and like that generation thinks that way more than we do of like well I have to invite this person if I'm having this event or like with weddings like well you have to invite great aunt blah 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 if you're inviting blah 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 you know what I mean like I think in our generation it's just people view friendships so differently and like but it does still exist but I see what you're saying yeah it's like definitely on a greater scale I feel like for older people especially when it comes to weddings and big events like that but yeah it is down to like a friendship level and like even like just hanging out after work like a happy hour or like a night out or having a small gathering at your house like it doesn't have to be a huge event but even those times where you're like oh well if I invite them gotta invite them and it's like we don't gotta do anything <laughs> like and also and you might hurt feelings if, but that's the price you pay yeah and I feel like another thing is like if I knew that I was being invited places because somebody else was and the person hosting was like oh well if I invite them I have to invite Kelly I'm like oh 
you don't need to invite me anywhere. Yeah. Like, I will have something else to do. Yeah. I don't need to go. Like, I don't even, I just genuinely hope that I don't have any friends like that or I haven't been attending Same, any. actually. <laughs> like, you'll, you almost never think about it from the other end, you know? Right, right. Because you're like, when you think about it in your life, it just annoys you. But then if you think about it, you're like, wait, am I getting invited places because somebody feels like they have to invite me? Ick, I hope not. That's the worst feeling. Because it's like, why would you want to go to that? Like, no, it's fine. And right. you can also still respect. So, like, let's say my friend of a friend or whatever, who knows, was like, oh, I'm having a birthday party. And if I invite this mutual friend, I feel like I have to invite Kelly. I can still have lots of respect for that person and still be like, no, you don't have to invite me. Like, I don't. Yeah. It doesn't necessarily like it doesn't make them a bad person. It doesn't make them rude or I don't know. Like, I think that you just don't have to invite everyone you know to everything. And it's also like a level of friendship, too. Like, I have never said that about actual friends of mine. Well, um, well, no, I guess that's not a good or like friend. Like there are tiers of friends. There are so tiers someone of friends like, that like could be a friend, but not like a really close friend that you tell all of your secrets to. Like, do you have anyone that you're just like they're in your friend, one of your friend groups, but you're not necessarily super close with, I guess. But they're still a friend. But you have that feeling of like, well, do I have to invite them if I'm inviting these other people in the friend group? You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I guess it's different when you have like a solid friend group. Like I have a very close friend group from high school and we're all very close. It's like five or six people. And whenever somebody has plans, like everyone's invited yeah and it's so welcoming and open with plans and like everything like that there have been times where if I'm having people over my house I'm like I don't have enough beds for this whole group to come so then I'm like oh I feel bad if I only invite one of them but it's not out of like oh I don't want them to come it's more about I don't want to be rude if I just like pick and choose people from this friend group so like that's a thing as well but there have definitely been times where there's like a few one-off people are like mutual friends where there are many times where we hang out in a group but I wouldn't consider them part of my friend group and then it's the verge of like oh well do I invite them do I not and I'm like it is just like kind of sad because it's like you shouldn't feel obligated to invite people to things especially if you're hosting them yeah like it's different if it's like out at a bar like it could be a nice thing to do to just invite the like mutual friend that you're on the fence about but if it's at your house and you're like oh like I just have to invite that person it's like no you don't I feel like that at least for me at least for me that phrase is just telling like for me that phrase like makes me realize how close I am or am not with someone. Interesting. I don't know that I view it as closeness, but I do view it as like how like you can have a close I don't even know what I'm trying to say. I don't want to say this as in a negative way because I feel very blessed that I'm not part of like one singular friend group and I put all of my eggs into like one friend group's basket in a way. Yeah. Like I feel like I have really good friends from different parts of my life, but Many of them are like one-off friendships, so it's hard for me when I have a group gathering to like, I do have to be picky and choosy because of like, if I lived in a mansion, sure, everyone's invited, have at it, but like, that's just not the situation I'm in. And like, if I, like, I really would love to have another birthday party this year and just like do a house party. I feel like that's so like so fun and so easy and no one really does house parties anymore. So that would be lit, but like, I just would have to be so picky and I feel so bad about that. Yeah. 
Yeah. But it doesn't mean that I'm not super close with people. It's just like, do I want to make it easy on myself and just have the majority of people be from like one friend group? Okay, I I totally get what you're saying. And I think it it made me realize what I actually mean. So it's not the like, oh, I have to invite them or I feel bad. It's more like if you don't want to invite someone, but you're like, oh, well, I'm inviting them, but I'm inviting them. But deep down, I don't want them to come. Mm-hmm. Like, that's what I oh, yeah. kind of am referring to. Okay, I get it. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. I do see what you're saying with, like, the different friend groups and stuff and, like, genuinely just not having room for everyone at one time because I also experience that as yeah. I do not live in a mansion. No mansions here. <laughs> not yet. Maybe he'll rent a giant warehouse in the middle of Philadelphia and come one come all that would be very fun (laughs) I would kind of love that we could play like I don't know why when you said warehouse I pictured like throwing water balloons full of paint at each other wait okay ice skating first option water balloons full of paint second option I do think that'd be fun maybe at a skate park outside oh you're right maybe i'll celebrate skate parks are usually pretty nice i don't know if they're gonna (laughs) an abandoned skate park (laughs) yeah abandoned um but yeah i think like without getting into all of the little nuanced things that we could bring up situations i guess is what i meant i definitely have friends that are like i hate to say a package deal but like kind of with other people yeah where it's like if you invite these other people you just feel bad if you're not inviting like this one other person or two other people i know but i i hate that i know but if you just if you don't do it isn't that such a line in the sand and you're just like because you know on social media again getting back to the social media someone's gonna see that and be like damn like these people were invited and i wasn't when Ugh, in when for me I'm like it's really not that deep like it says nothing about our friendship but you also or like have... what if it does say something about your friendship though? yeah that's what I mean like <laughs> like I don't hate you I'm just closer with these people and like that's who I'm hanging out with but to me that's not even what it means oh what do you I mean don't know. it's so hard to put it into words <laughs> also some people aren't good in group settings and you and you end up having to like babysit them almost yeah or like pay extra attention to them to make them feel comfortable and so that comes into play too i love friends that can just be thrown into any friend group and you don't need to like go out of your way to make sure they're feeling okay because you know they're just able to do their own thing even if doing their own thing is sitting peacefully in silence and just like enjoying the vibe yeah for sure yeah i feel like this is a this is a very hard thing to talk about because it is like so nuanced and every relationship is so different it's so relationship based yeah. yeah and I might listen back to this and be like that's not what you even mean I know same now I'm scared I know <laughs> but I feel like it's okay that we're talking this out and then in the future when we're listening back or if we say something on a future episode that's completely different than what we're saying now I don't know I feel like that's okay like we're just talking it out and figuring out how to put this like feeling into words yeah because also as I've gotten older I'm so wise at 28 (laughs) but like not every friendship this is what I've realized has to be the most deep meaningful like you have these life talks kind of friendship like you can have surface level friendship that's 
good for you and yeah. like you're both on the same page like I have friends where I'm like I feel like we know what we are to each other which yeah. is like we hang out every once in a while if I'm not invited to their thing or they're not invited to my thing zero percent offense taken and it's a beautiful thing yeah I think what's tricky is when you're both not on the same page yes totally and sometimes you just don't know so that's where it's like hard I hope I'm not not on the same page as someone who I feel like I'm best friends with um actually my best friend's boyfriend the other day disrespected me he's also one of my best friends but i'm not gonna name names let's call this couple karen and ryan okay karen's my best friend karen ryan said oh yeah kelly and karen are pretty close who the hell are you? <laughs> Who are men. you? Men. <laughs> and I can't wait for Karen to listen to this. <laughs> and hear what her little boyfriend said. I will end you. I'm just kidding. I will ruin your life. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah. But yeah, I feel you. I feel you. It would it would suck to come to the realization that you're like, oh wait, we're just not as close as I thought we were. And you find that out the hard way by I not. I have though. You know oh. what? I have. <laughs> Like, there has been people where I'm like, oh, well, just hearing from the way that you talk about me behind my back and the way that I talk about you behind your back. That's tough. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, we are just, we're not on the same page at all. just gave me a pit. And I'm like, but you know what? I'm not friends with that person anymore. And my life has never been better. Mm. So, like, it's okay to, like, be friends with someone for a certain amount of time and then realize, like, oh, I wasn't as close as we thought we were. Yeah. And then move on. That's so interesting because there are some people, some of my best friends where I'm like, I don't utter a bad thing about you ever to anyone. Yeah. And you just got to hope that that's the same way in reverse. Dude, I feel (laughs) the same way. Like, that person that I'm talking about right now, this was like one of my closest friends and I never said a bad thing Mm -hmm. about this person even when she would do shitty things to me Mm -hmm. that I'm like I would never do that to you like the excluding or like the just making me wait on you like I would never do that to a friend and then once I realized it I was like oh you're just like not a great person I guess yeah so maybe it was more of that than the like we're not as close as I thought we were but I don't know. I, I just think that when you when you take people out of your life that aren't serving you and if you're feeling like I would just hang out with them. And then every time I left, I'd be like, oh, my God, I talk too much. Yeah. I was annoying. Like, are they mad at me? Do they like me? And if they didn't invite me somewhere, I'd be like, oh, what the hell? And also, this is a friend for a long time. It wasn't yeah. like someone I just met like a month or even a year ago. But I wouldn't get invited. And I'm like, oh, you're you just don't want to hang out with me. Because if you wanted to hang out with me, you would have invited me. And so, like, I'm not going to be friends with you anymore. Right. And in that situation, that person, in my opinion, turned out to just not be a great person or friend. But I'm Mm -hmm. sure that's happened to me in settings where, yeah, I'm thinking of a friend that I had in high school that I thought we were, like, super close friends. And then we just, like, drifted a little too easily for someone who's actually your close friend. Yeah. And I'm like, if we were actually best friends, we just wouldn't have drifted in that way. Yeah. No. So looking back, that was a good example of someone who I don't love them actively, but like I love the idea of them. I respect them. Like I wish this person actually nothing but the best. And if I ran into them, I'd be so excited to see them. But yeah, we probably just weren't as close as I thought we were. Yeah. And that's fine, too. Like, it's just such a hard line. It's fine, but it's just hard when you have to learn that the hard way. Yeah. And you have to learn, oh, I've been extremely loyal to you. Like, even when things have gone awry in our friendship, I have not said a thing 
thing to anyone and then to find out that they were saying all these things about you oh yeah I haven't had that happen I don't know the last time that's happened to me but I just I don't know sometimes in my most paranoid moments I'm like moments (laughs) maybe I shouldn't be so loyal to some of these people no I think about that too so that girl that I was just saying like I still have lots of respect for I feel like that was not the same situation yeah the other friend that I was talking about it is that situation where Mm -hmm. I'm like I would have never said that stuff about you and it's just shocking that I was so loyal to you and then this is how you talk about me behind my back how did you find out though because sometimes you could also just never find out and your friends want a fake b (laughs) if i say if i say how i found out it is going to be obvious who it is so i feel like i can't off air yeah like people would be like a hundred percent it's absolutely this person so I don't want to say how I found out but let's just say they were they were talking to someone and saying these things about me to someone who was very very close to me oh and I'm like why are you saying this to this person that is very close to me and like you're trying to make me look like a bad person Mm -hmm. to this other person I'm so sorry I'm being so vague because I just don't care to like okay I don't know this is like I shouldn't like call people by name but yeah 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 just such a messy situation and I'm like I wouldn't say that to anyone regardless of who they were let alone someone who has such a close relationship with you right crazy just piss me off no I know yeah but I I don't know I don't want to like lose the part of me that's extremely loyal either because I think that's a gift and not everyone is like that (laughs) sometimes I'm on the um receiving end of someone talking crap about someone and I'm like oh like oh yeah you're not you're not that loyal of a friend oh my god yeah and like I pride myself on being loyal like I just I I feel like there were times where I wasn't always so loyal so I've tried to make up for it in my adult years um because you know it's called growing Look it up. (laughs) But I don't want to lose that because I think it's being a loyal friend is a gift. But at the same time, I don't want to be mistaken for a naive person. Oh, yeah. So it's such a hard line, you guys. This topic is nuanced. It's like that Rihanna song (laughs) where she says, you mistake my kindness for weakness. Yes. Yeah. The kindness for weakness thing. And I, I feel like that is mistaken when someone is a bad person. Huh interesting (laughs) like I'm not I'm gonna I'm gonna talk very highly of myself for a second as you should I I consider myself or at least I try to be a kind like welcoming person and I try to see the best in people and I don't think I'm out here mistaking kindness for weakness yeah like I don't look at people that are kind and think weak yeah or like oh they're easy to manipulate like I just never think that about someone so I'm like I think it takes a certain kind of person to mistake kindness for weakness totally and also I do want to disclaim everything I just said by saying I definitely have talked crap about people in the past like five years of my life like I'm not saying I'm never out here like ever venting about something yeah you know what I mean like this is not that I'm saying if you consistently find yourself talking bad about someone maybe ask yourself maybe they just shouldn't be in my life anymore yes I agree (laughs) because it's hard to be on the receiving end of that and just feel like I don't like it makes me feel icky almost yeah I've definitely been with people and they are talking shit on like all of their friends and then I'm like (laughs) 
I'm like, I'm that meme where she's like doing the algebra on the thing. I'm like, okay, well, if you're saying X, Y, and Z about every other person in your life, I mean, you gotta be saying something about me and what is it? So I'm like, that makes me feel weird. But I do think there's a difference between venting about situations that affect you and then just gossiping or talking shit on someone. So if someone is being really annoying or rude to you or a situation happened that affects your life and your friendships, I think that if you were venting about that situation, that's not necessarily talking shit. I think you're allowed to do that. I feel like talking shit would be like if we were sitting here talking about someone else's friend of a friend and all the stuff they're going through and us just harping on their gossip so much I feel like that would be talking shit not like oh this person in my life was such a bad friend to me and I'm over it yeah in my opinion that's not talking shit that's just like venting and talking about your own life I feel like when you're when you or your very close friends or family are not involved in this person or this situation at all, that's more like talking shit and gossiping. Yeah, yeah. I don't love that. Yeah. It's hard to not get caught up in sometimes, but I have been in situations where I'm kind of sitting there like, I don't love that this is what we're talking about right now. 100%. Or just like harping on the same story that happened like 10 years ago in high school or college or whatever, and you're like, okay, like we've all moved on. We can move on on now. (laughs) It's okay. (laughs) Please. Although I am one to sit with my grade school friends and talk about grade school like it's my job and it never gets old and the stories and even even our high school stories like they are the most entertaining stories and I will tell them again a thousand more times I hope that's like reminiscing that's not like true no that's true that's true yeah 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 that's reminiscing okay I feel like we said it (laughs) we said it and we've said it I'm gonna edit this back and be like and what did you say and what did you mean by that because I don't think I don't know if I'm making sense I just have so many thoughts and so do I you're I right love, yeah sorry what were you gonna say no I just love talking about this stuff like yeah me friendship too. and like social media it is so nuanced and I know right now we're talking about it in very broad topics of discussion but I do think it'd be fun to do more nuanced like literal examples but I feel like we needed this first yeah to like get this off our chest and it's hard to talk about little literal little examples from your own life without being so obvious who they're about yeah and i'm not trying to talk shit i yeah practice what we preach darling exactly but we will be doing that off camera i'm just kidding (laughs) true should we do one am i the asshole story for good measure we'll end sure okay Am I the asshole for saying I don't want to plan my friend's birthday after not being invited to her wedding? Okay, so I first met my friend Jane, female 29, studying abroad. We were really good friends during our travels, and after college, we actively stayed in touch, visiting each other in our respective different cities. I met her boyfriend Bob, now husband, when they first started dating, and have met her college friends and parents. Bob and Jane decided to move to my city right before COVID, so during lockdown, we were in each other's bubbles. We've celebrated each other's birthdays, we've had Friendsgiving, Christmas parties together, etc. 2021, Bob and Jane got engaged in August, and when they came back, I threw them an engagement party. I bought her this wine glass that said wedding planning wine glass, and every time she used it, she would text me a photo of her with it. In 2022, I threw Bob a 30th birthday party, but then this was also the first year I wasn't invited to her birthday. I had texted Bob asking what the plan was, and 
and he told me they were going out of state for her birthday. However, on Instagram, I saw them posting pictures of them renting a cabin with some friends, so I felt awkward. Then I wasn't invited to the bachelorette party. I didn't find this too big a deal because Jane has some really close childhood friends and sorority friends, but then nothing about the wedding. The wedding happened this May, and it was a big wedding, like 200 people probably, and I wasn't invited. I was really hurt to say the least, but I didn't say anything. I just tried to move on. I haven't talked to them since before the wedding. They didn't wish me a happy birthday, and they couldn't attend my birthday shindig because they were out of town. I'm noticing that if I don't reach out to either of them, they don't reach out to me at all. Now Bob has reached out and asked me to plan Jane's birthday party because he says I'm the best at planning these things. What? And I told him I was hurt about not being invited, and he said, well, we had a space limit. Don't make it a big deal. We want you to be at her birthday. I don't really want to do it, and I don't really feel a desire to be friends with them. Am I being a petty asshole? My jaw is on the floor. Me too. Based on everything she said, no, you're not. But like we just said throughout the episode, there are so many nuances to these things. And maybe you're an annoying, (laughs) just kidding, (laughs) but maybe they find you just like a pest. I don't know. But like, I think that there's a possibility that they don't find OP a pest. They just maybe have other people in their lives that they want to be closer to. Or maybe they just got to the point with OP where they're like, this person just isn't our best friend. I think it's absurd that they're asking her to plan the birthday party. Right. Like, I would agree with everything you said. However, they never want to hang out with her unless she reaches out first. And to not be invited to a wedding and be told it was a space issue when it was 200 people... Yeah. That is not a space issue. That was a very clear message. And if I were you, I would, I just wouldn't like reach out anymore at all. Yeah. I would take it as a sign that it's a friendship phase out. You are being phased out. I hate to break it to you. But I also don't necessarily think that they are bad people. Like, I'm just thinking of someone who I knew for a long time that unintentionally, I feel like I kind of phased her out. Like, I didn't even mean to. But like now looking back, I'm like, oh, I never see this girl. And we did used to hang out a lot. So I'm like, I don't think she's a bad person. I don't think she's annoying. I just am so much closer with so many other people. But was she texting you to hang out all the time? No. Because I feel like that's the difference here is like the girl is confused as to why she wasn't invited to the wedding and like why she's always the one reaching out first. I think there can be a mutual phase out and that's totally copacetic. But when it's a situation like this and you have one person who's like none the wiser. That's true. Yeah, it is. It is kind of like a hate to break it to you thing. That's why I kind of feel like the couple just like finds her to be annoying maybe or like there's something maybe there's something that happened that she didn't say. I also don't necessarily think it's because this person is annoying. Like I've met people in my life that I'm like, oh yeah, we were friends for like this like let's say I met them in college and I'm like yeah we were friendly during this time I don't dislike them I don't find them annoying I don't I don't find anything wrong with them but I don't want them to be my best friend and I'm not going to put any further energy into this relationship even though maybe when we were in college we were friends but are those people asking you to hang out all the time okay that's a good point yes I guess that's what I'm forgetting here Like, that's just, like, where I'm, like, hung up. Because otherwise, yes, I agree. But, like, in this instance, I feel like there's just, like, a piece of the puzzle we're not missing or we're not getting. Yeah. I see what you mean. Yeah. I just think, like, maybe they have other closer friends that they prioritize and they just don't want to be your friend. And she's just got, like, yeah, just been forgotten along the way. Yeah. Which sucks. 
I mean, it sucks, but like it happens. Like I have so many friends that I was friends with in the past. And yeah, maybe I did ask them to hang out or maybe they I don't know. Maybe they asked me, but we're just not friends anymore. It doesn't mean they're annoying. It doesn't mean they're a bad person. But yeah, I guess that that is what I'm forgetting is like she is asking them to hang out. But she thinks they're like her best friends and they just don't think she's theirs unless the the wife randomly wants a 30th birthday thrown by her, which is like so weird. It's such a it's such a it's I honestly think it's even weirder because OP doesn't even say that these people are her best friends but she thinks that they're close enough to be invited to the wedding so there are people that maybe they're not my best friend but I would still probably invite them to my wedding I feel like to not get invited to a wedding when you expect to like you really got to be on a different page yeah that's even if you don't think that they're your best friend it's like I I think I'm saying this in the most confusing way ever I don't think so okay but it's like you can have an understanding that you are friends with someone but you're not their best friend yeah so it's not necessarily that she thinks that these people are her best friends but I feel like it says a lot like these people are basically saying to her you're not friends with us at all yeah to not be invited to the wedding for a big wedding too right when you once and COVID wasn't that long ago like they said they were in COVID bubbles together and did birthday stuff together yeah so it's like how do you go from that to not getting a wedding invite right in a span of two years I mean maybe the people just have other friends like I don't know I don't I don't know something just is off to or me. yeah maybe they just don't <laughs> like her personality that much but like does that mean they think Tough she's annoying <laughs> I feel bad because I don't want to say that this girl's annoying because there has been people in my life that I knew for a short time that I don't think they're annoying but I'm like I just don't care to be friends with you in life and we will never be friends because of that but you're a great person you're not annoying like you don't suck you're not a pest but we're just not friends but don't you think in those situations because I've had those too but it's like it's a mutual like feeling of like we're both just not gonna acknowledge the fact that we're growing apart but we are kind of growing apart and nothing okay. happened yeah but maybe it's just it like weirder mutually it's happening right okay okay but it's it's awkward when it's like one person really thinks they're like really close friends and they have this unbreakable bond and then the next thing you know you're seeing pictures on social media of like a wedding that you were invited to yeah I think that this would have been fine if these people didn't ask her to plan the party like if they did all of these things all of the evidence and then this friendship kind of just like fizzled out and died I I really don't think that makes any party a bad person like it just happens in life but I think these people are not good people because they're asking her Mm -hmm. to do them favors after all this happened after all this yeah so bizarre like Like, after what goes on after trying to distance yourself for a year or a year and a half then you go back to this person and you're like oh by the way plan a party for me yeah if you don't want to be friends with her don't be friends with her Mm -hmm. but that means that you're not friends with her Mm -hmm. you can't be asking her for favors after the deed has been done yeah you can't be yo-yoing friendships yeah yeah like if you're friends with someone for two years and then you don't get invited to their wedding well no that's not I was gonna say like the friendship's over but like that's not necessarily true either yeah that's not, it's nuanced no. I know that's it's so tough to make like a strong declaration with these stories I know there was an edit I don't know if it matters it says to clarify about Bob's birthday party Jane asked me to help plan it that was the last time I've seen them in person March 2022 they reached out to her 
two months ago. That was when this post was from. Oh. I would never talk to these people again. Yeah, no. What? I would block them and just be completely done with them. Because that's over a year you haven't talked and now... Yeah. Because it sounds like the couple kind of made up their mind along the way of like, we're going to phase this person out. And that's fine. But don't a year later come back around and ask her to plan a birthday party for you. Yeah, that's like the audacity. Maybe all their other friends also fizzled out and they're like, well, this person's loyal and dumb. (laughs) They're mistaking kindness for weakness. Yes. They are bad people. They are manipulative people. Yes. Wow. I'd love to know everyone else's takes on this because maybe are we like missing something? I don't think we're missing something, but I think my opinion, I've already said it, but TLDR, the too long didn't read (laughs) version of it is if the friendship were to have just fizzled out in the way that OP said and this couple simply never spoke to her again, I don't think anyone would necessarily be in the wrong. Mm hmm. But because they did all that and then came back and they were like, by the way, can you plan my party? That makes them manipulative and mean people with ulterior motives. I really think their other friends left them in the dust. Perhaps. Maybe. And they have no one else and they're crawling back to you and this is their way. Don't give in. And that's manipulative and I don't like it. I don't like it one bit. I wonder what everyone's sign is in this little triad. (laughs) Rising and moon. (laughs) One of the top comments was tell Bob that there are obviously around 200 people that they're closer to than they are to you. So he should ask one of them to plan the birthday party. Burn. Mic drop. Sorry. That's honestly a very valid thing to say. Yeah. That's not even petty. It's just facts. Agreed. (laughs) Well, I feel good about ending the podcast on a cold, hard, am I the asshole Mm -hmm. case. Me too. I want my oatmeal now. Yeah, we're going to go eat dinner. And then we're going to film another episode. (laughs) We'll be on one by that time. Oh, yeah, baby. Hot chocolate? (gasps) Should we? Yes. Keep the screaming. I'll try. I'm going to blow out people's headphones. Good. (laughs) Thank you so much for listening to our podcast. Please tell us how you feel about this stuff. I know it's very, very nuanced. But also, if you have any personal experiences that could be fun too because then we could talk about your personal experiences dm us with your stories yes or subreddit (gasps) subreddit yeah Mm -hmm. i like the idea of a subreddit Mm -hmm. i think it's fun okay thank you for listening we love you we appreciate you and we'll see you in the next one Bye. bye